This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. This is the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Now, here's Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins. All right, you got to listen to our next guest because this guy, our friend, actually made the right pick on the Kentucky Derby. Giving out his plays. Fires to the end zone. Touchdown! Props. Jackson takes it himself. Look at him. Back and forth. Oh! He broke his ankles. Now he's got an entourage. And he's got a touchdown. Parlays for today. Parlay. That's the one. Parlay. Parlay. It's PJ Glasser. He is the coast of Send It In every weekday at 1.30 in the East. Also on Twitter at PJ Glasser. And I'm PJ. We got to get to the NBA. We'll talk a little hockey too, maybe some baseball, but I have to give full credit to you. It is so difficult to handicap any horse race, much less the Derby. And you had mage. How did you do it? Jenks, well, thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it. Uh, I, just gut feeling, honestly, just kind of looking at the race. And then I got some reinforcement throughout the week. I had uh, Marty McGee on who is from the daily racing forum on send it in. And he liked mage. So that was some reinforcement. And then I filled in on BetMGM tonight, and Ryan Horvat also liked Mage. And I'm like, I'm, I'm getting signs here that people I'm talking mm-hmm. to are liking Mage. And then Ryan and I came up with the slogan, first we Mage, then we Rage. And once we came up with that, I was like, we're in. <laughs> so he won. I texted Ryan, and we were all fired up. So uh, looking forward to to the Preakness, but that was that was fun to hit over the weekend. All right, first of all, that's the most bro answer I've ever heard come out of your mouth because normally, PJ, it's all trends, analysis, hard-hitting numbers, but it's like, yeah, bro, I just had a feeling. Then I hit up my dude, Ryan. He said, first we mage, (laughs) then we rage. Uh, So I'm looking forward to your analysis when it comes to basketball because I would imagine it's a little more in-depth than just maging and raging. So let's start with the Sixers and the Celtics. We've got the Celtics laying seven and a half points. And I think we should start there by saying, is this too big of a number for the Celtics to lay? Because I'm not going to fight you on the Celtics winning, but I think I will fight you on the Celtics laying seven and a half, but I think that's where you're going. It's where I'm going, Chelsea. I like the Celtics tonight. The favorites have been on a tear right now in the NBA playoffs. I think in the last 10 games, the favorites are like 9-0-1 ATS. Um, I just I like Boston tonight. You look at this series, it is tied at 2-2, but both games, Philadelphia needed James Harden to look like Houston James Harden just to squeak out both games. I mean, Boston very easily could have swept this series. Both of their wins, they have dominated. And Boston's normally been very good at this spot. Like in the playoffs under Tatum and Brown, 
when a series looks like it maybe is swung or the other team has picked up momentum, when it's come back to the Garden, Boston is usually just very good about taking care of their home court. I have no problem laying this kind of number. And again, I was just mentioning Harden. Like, I think if you like Boston like I do tonight, and you want to lay the seven and a half with them, I think that correlates to his under because it's just been that simple. When James Harden's been great, Philadelphia's won these games. When he has struggled, they have struggled. So I like Boston minus seven and a half tonight. I'm not overreacting to what I saw in game four. Even though Philly was up by 15, 17 points, they should have cruised to a victory and they didn't. And Boston had a chance to win that game. I think the C's bounce back tonight. So I would lay that seven and a half with them. And I think they go up 3-2 in the series tonight. PJ, let's head out west with the Suns facing the Nuggets in game five in the Mile High City. I am on the Nuggets here. I'm laying the points, but what say you? Are we on the same side or not? Jenks, I'm with you. I like the Nuggets too. If you guys remember, when Denver was up 2-0 in this series, people were talking sweep. They were talking gentleman mm-hmm. sweep. I-, I think we can all agree that Denver is just, they are, they're the better team, but Phoenix has Booker and Durant, and that's why it's 2-2. And honestly, they kind of look better without Chris Paul on the floor, and they're getting contributions. Landry Shamit was unbelievable in Game 4. DeAndre Ayton's playing a little better. Campaign's been okay. But Booker and Durant have been terrific. I would take Booker's over points and assists tonight. It's 40-and-a-half, which is a massive number. But you look at what Booker's done the last two games without Chris Paul. He's scoring 35, 40-plus, and then he's averaging like nine assists. He had 12 assists in one game. So Booker's been doing everything for them, and he's been awesome on the offensive floor. So we know Jokic had 53 the other night. Denver's just so good at home. And uh, I like the under tonight at 227.5. We've seen a couple offensive shootouts in Phoenix. I think this game's a little more defensive, so I would lean towards that under. But I I would lay the 5.5 with Denver. You know, so many times, guys, in the playoffs – we overreact to one game and we kind of forget about yeah. like what we were thinking heading into a certain game. And Denver looked so good in games one and two. And all Phoenix did was take care of their home court. You got to give them credit. Booker and Durant were fantastic in both games. But I think Denver bounces back today, covers the spread. I like them minus five and a half. Right. I think gentleman sweep is long gone. I think there's nothing gentlemanly about the series after the melee we saw in the stands last time around. Uh, Let's switch gears to the NHL. We've got Canes and Devils squaring off with the Hurricanes with a 2-1 series lead. How do you think this one turns out? Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. It's only a kick, a jump, a block, it's only a serve, it's only a tackle, a run, it's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Adidas. 
So this series, Chelsea, has just been dominated by whatever team has won. Both games in Carolina, the Canes won by four-plus goals, non-sweats. New Jersey won the other night, eight to four. So rarely do you see in the Stanley Cup playoffs three games decided by like four goals or more. Tonight, though, I think we get a closer game, and I think the over-under is telling you that at five and a half. This is one of those classic games where a team is up 2-1 in the series and the team that is trailing is at home. So this is going to be like Warriors-Lakers last night where it's going to be one of the better games in the series. It's going to be close. It's going to be tightly played. You guys know I love in the Stanley Cup playoffs messing around with like will there be overtime at plus 300. I think that's a great bet in this game tonight. I kind of like Carolina plus 125. Uh, New Jersey, you know, they came back down from 0-2 against the Rangers. Maybe they do it again, but I, I would lean towards the Canes tonight at plus 125. They're, they're scoring in this series. They scored five goals in both games at home. They scored four goals against Jersey in game three. So they're they're not having problems scoring. It was just their defense and their goaltending really let them down in game three. If they can fix that, I, I think they can win this game. So I like Carolina plus 125. We're talking with P.J. Glasser, host of Send It In every weekday at 1.30 in the East. Great show. Make sure you tune into that, and you can follow it or tune into it on YouTube and Twitch as well. So, P.J., want to talk about this other game tonight in the Stanley Cup playoffs. The Stars visiting the crack, an absolute blowout last time out for Seattle. And we've seen the overhit in every single game in this series. But what is your play tonight? Tonight, Jenks, I'm going with Dallas on the money line at minus 135. Jake Ottinger is the best goaltender left in the Stanley Cup playoffs. He's on the Dallas Stars. Did not have probably his worst game of the postseason or one of the worst mm-hmm. games in game three against Seattle. We saw this with Seattle, though, in their series against Colorado. When, when they had opportunities to really take a stranglehold in the series, when they had a chance to go up, 2-0 on Colorado, and they had a chance to go up 3-2 on Colorado. They couldn't take advantage. Now, they did win Game 7 of that series, but with that being said, they have another chance today to really take a stranglehold, right? You can go up 3-1 in the series, take a commanding lead, but I don't think they're going to do that. I like Dallas on the money line. I think Ottinger has a great game. I would take his over saves tonight. I think Seattle's going to get like 30-plus shots on goal, but I think Ottinger's going to have an awesome game. So I like Dallas minus 135. The over-under in this game, too, really doesn't make a lot of sense that the fact that it's not at six or six and a half, it's at five and a half, and the juice is only minus 115. So the fact that the total is that low and Dallas has the advantage at goaltending would tell me that the Stars are probably the team to back tonight. All right, and then finally, it looks like you have a play in baseball because we've done all of the sports. We've done horses. We've done basketball. We've done hockey, and now it's time to do a little MLB. Talking Nationals, talking Giants, a pitching mismatch here, at least on paper. I know Logan Webb doesn't have good numbers, but still a good veteran pitcher at home going against Patrick Corbin. I think at first glance, you say, oh, fade Patrick Corbin, right? But he's been all right lately. And the Nats have been a team where you can't just auto-fade him. So what's the play here? 
No, the Nats have been, they've been super pesky and they've been really, really good for people that have been kind of watching the NHL playoffs and NBA playoffs. And maybe you want to bet a baseball game tonight and you're thinking of fading the nationals because you think they're, they're awful. They've actually been playing pretty good baseball here as of late. They won last night in San Francisco. It is a combination of two things for me though, Chelsea tonight. The first is Logan Webb at home. The, the record this season and the ERA wouldn't show that he's normal Logan Webb, but he's still been pitching pretty good, and he's just so good at home historically. And then even though Corbin has been pitching a little better, and like I said, the Nats have been playing well, I do think this is a spot to fade him. He had one of his better pitching performances in the last couple of years against the Cubs in his last time out. But the Nats have been playing some high-scoring games here recently. They only gave up one run yesterday, so... I think they're going to give up some runs today. I like the Giants on the run line, minus 120 today, laying that one and a half um, in this game against the Nationals. And I would kind of lean towards a Giants team total over as well. I think they get like five or six runs today. PJ, before we let you go, this game is not on the schedule tonight, but I wanted to circle back to the NBA for just a second. Are the Warriors done? No. Do I think they're going to win okay. the series? No, but I don't think they're done. I think they win game five. Yeah. I, I think game six is going to be an awesome game. I can't wait to bet the under in game six, guys. I'm just telling you right now, if that series goes six, that'll be one of my biggest bets in the playoffs. You saw last night's game in kind of like a must-win spot for the Warriors. That game was 104-101, and the over-under was 228.5. We didn't even sniff the total. I think it's going to be similar in game six it's going to be very defensive the second half the fourth quarter is going to be extremely tight but uh, that's what i'm looking at jenks to answer your question though i don't think the warriors are done i still like the lakers to win the series but oh guys game six that under already thinking about it can't wait to bet it oh you got me thinking about it as well he is the host of send it in every weekday at 1 30 in the east find him on twitter at pj glasser nine and once again Pick the winner of the Kentucky Derby. It is P.J. Glasser. P.J., always good talking to you. Good seeing you guys. Appreciate it. For more, listen to The Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Weekday mornings from 6 to 9 Eastern on the BeckQL Network, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcasts.